0: Stream Detroit? Big Digital the Thinkers. Big Digital Thinkers? Okay. <clears throat> episode 16. Right. Is it 16? Yes. Okay. 16. Welcome to Stream Detroit, the Big Digital Thinkers. I'm Mike McClintock with our co-host in crime, uh, Brad Fox, over there. What is this? Is it really episode 16? It's
1: 16 or 17, but 16 just came to mind. I think so. it's. I think you just made it up. I did. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to it's, 16.2. We're beyond tweeners. We're in the real teenage years. All right, now. that's cool. You guys are legitimate now. Yeah. Two years. That's right. Two years. After a while. <laughs> and uh, this is Timo over here, our uh,
0: fantastic uh, audio engineer, in case you catch him on camera. Uh, <laughs> today we're with uh, Kinetic Social. We've got uh, Nate Armstrong and Chris D'Arazio. Uh, both uh, heads of brand development for Kinetic Social. 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 <laughs> Connect Social. <laughs> we won't edit that out. We'll just leave that in. Oh, you said it right that. the first time. Oh, did Okay, that's great. <laughs> So, uh, you know, Nate, you focus on social uh, for Kinetic Social, and, uh, and Chris, you focus mostly on uh, data and open web. Mm-hmm. So w- tell us a little bit about what that means and what, what, what's Kinetic Social doing now?
2: Okay, um, just to back up a little bit to give you guys a history of it, Kinetic Social has been around for almost five years. Um, and primarily we were focused on, in the beginning, we were focused on being API partners to big partners like Facebook, Twitter uh, after that Instagram and Pinterest and now and now talking to uh, to other to other brands as well. Um, but I think over time it was important for us not just to be a, uh, a media execution only kind of company like this small, Little pilot fish against the big whales of Twitter and Facebook, etc. So we started doing more stuff. Um, we we started as two years ago. We started doing almost like an agency of record type of business, mm-hmm. um, where we did a lot of strategy, creative planning, etc. Um, but now uh, the, the the display and the data side is in the mobile side is a little bit more of a step in the in the direction again to kind of diversify our portfolio. So. Um, we acquired Spectrum Platform, which has been in the marketplace for quite some time it's under under different names. We acquired the technology and the people, um, but the display kind of complements exactly what we're doing with uh, with with uh, social um, on the on the kinetic social side of the platform. Um, and when I say that, it means like we get a lot of data and analytics and audience insights into who those people are that are interacting with advertisers online uh, from those social platforms. And we've had clients say to us. If we can find a company that can give us the same kind of insights that we can find on social through you guys at Kinetic, um, we can find those same things on display, Mm -hmm. that would be a home run. And we think we've gotten that with with Spectrum because we're getting a lot of different audience insights on the display side. So back up a little bit with Spectrum. If I remember,
0: with Spectrum and display, it was kind of like figuring out what people's intent was yeah kind
2: of give us a little bit
0: about how that works for display and then how does that apply to social
2: sure okay so um with with spectrum we're focused not so much on like uh, in, in endemic sites and who and what those targets those sites target was like carandriver.com or something right. like that or or more about like behavioral targeting type thing we're actually looking at people's consumption of of uh, articles right so we're actually getting down to the page level right. what people are actually reading so what that kind of means is that we're putting we're putting the advertising in when those people are right in the frame of mind to kind of act on that ad right. so, so
0: they're reading an article on what
2: Bourbon consumption,
0: bourbon consumption. So yeah, so okay. bourbon consumption. All right, so That's bourbon- number one, yeah, there'll be so a lot of bourbon talk. <laughs> There'd be a lot of <laughs> bourbon know. talk. So
2: if you're trying to, so if you want to go after the bourbon drinkers, you would actually know those people that are reading about bourbon. If you want to go after even drill down farther and try mm-hmm. to find those people that are into like those craft distilleries those very local kind of places and mm-hmm. people that are interested in kind of doing things all different than like the the normal bourbon brands that are so popular, and try to target those guys, you can certainly find them as well. Other things so instead
0: like- of just targeting people who are saying, well, they're at bourbon.com. You're saying well we don't really care where they're at. They're just reading about bourbon. So they're reading get- about bourbon like all the yeah. way down okay so
2: they're not even on just bourbon.com but they're actually reading about like the latest little distilleries that are opening up in Portland. Like mm-hmm. that's become a big craze. Everybody on every corner in Portland is making their own, their own bourbon. And these people are kind of reading about what the difference is compared to the ones that they're so used to on the shelves every day. Right. So we're trying to get the people that are actually interested in bourbon mm-hmm. to kind of to, to to focus on as opposed to what what you were saying right there. Another good example is like cars. Like people are interested in buying cars but we're looking for people that are actually comparing and shopping different models compared to say somebody who might be like a Corvette enthusiast and just reading about the latest things that you can do with like Corvettes.
1: So zero. true in market intent, right to your point about intent versus somebody who might be a charlatan shopper and just looking at shiny pictures of new wheels or new engines or whatever. Cor- correct. Correct.
0: And that so that applies uh, as I recall to the to the display side of it. And so that's kind of what brought you guys together is now you're trying you you can do that not just for display, but also for social.
2: Yeah, social is kind of targeted a little differently, but where I think we're and I guess you can get into that name, but I think what we're trying to do is get both different targets that kind of dig complement each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, at the centerpiece of what we do on the social side
3: is obviously driven by what's available in the walled gardens of these mm-hmm. social platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the exciting piece about Spectrum Platform is we can. Bring those insights and data to an environment outside of those walled gardens and okay. also have this bi directional relationship between uh, the two technologies to kind of learn and feed uh, the campaigns and this uh, uh, to whatever kind of KPI we're delivering to. So, and there's a lot of components on social in terms of um, uh, the ability to capture um what content people are consuming mm-hmm. uh, you know what they're reading what their affinities are etc and that translates to their business as well so it's been uh, um so far um so far the uh, there's a lot of excitement around uh, the performance it's translating into
0: yeah it so goes above and beyond like segmentation <clears throat> that you would normally figure you'd get from say like a facebook or something or twitter and you're using your own platform to figure that out mm-hmm But based on whatever they're, you know, is that basically what they're tweeting about or what kind of uh, tweets they're clicking on or what kind of content they're consuming on, on Twitter? For example?
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends. I mean, every social platform like magic. Is, is a little different. Um, I think uh, a platform like Twitter does lend to have more opportunities to mm-hmm. capture content consumption uh, just by the nature of the platform itself. Right. Um, it, I mean, the platform is built on real time content and delivery. So I think right. uh, Twitter, there's actually a lot, maybe more synergies in terms of um, the approach that Spectrum takes. Whereas um, you know something like Pinterest mm-hmm. um, is actually very, there's a, a search component to it. It's actually not truly a social platform. It's really a hybrid between a search and social platform. But in terms of how you discover things, is very much through search terms. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. So
0: you, you view Pinterest as a as a, a combination of search and social. Exactly. So it's more it's closer to sort of a, a Google from an intent perspective. Exactly. Um, it's more of like you know
3: you're not there to Connect with people like you mm-hmm. are on Facebook. You're there to right. discover ideas. It's really a, a catalog
1: of ideas, like recipes um, or hmm. something like that. What am I cooking for dinner? What's the coolest thing with exactly. chicken barbecue or something? Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the it's exciting a lot of
0: cool things with chicken
1: barbecue. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's right. many coo- many cool things. There's top ten rankings. There's <laughs> lot right. of that. So, do you have do you have a chicken barbecue board on Pinterest? I don't. I've I actually have never been on Pinterest. I hang my head in shame. I've never. I, what's wrong with me? Yeah, Bonnie, come on. I over guess here. I don't Take have the intent spot over there. <laughs> I don't have the intent to do anything. I guess that's... Right. I just I'm, I'm an automaton.
0: You would have, you, but if you were on Pinterest, it would be a lot of uh, alcohol. <laughs> it would be a lot of a lot of spirits, basically. It would, it you would, would be, have curated bourbon list. Yes. Curated uh, craft uh, cocktails and more bourbon. Yes. And then, <laughs>
1: We have a bourbon counter Sub- we're now because we mention it all the time. We're just going to have a bourbon counter in yes. the corner of every show. <laughs> just how many times we mention the word? This, this will bourbon. turn into a drinking game. Yeah, Very it quickly. could be right. We
0: think we're gonna, we should add more drinking to it while we're in the middle of
1: the, yes. of the show. And things
0: will get really interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, in fairness, though, we do have another show about drinking oh. and it's called Boozecast so yeah. it, that's, ah, that's, that's a drinkers fact. and okay. it's about so. craft distilling so yeah. thank you for bringing that up Which is also be yes, guests on, that, yes, on we'll, that we like an invite for that yes. one okay. we, can add all right. a lot. we can add a <laughs> lot there was definitely a lot of
0: drinking involved with that <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> you
1: guys could be guest drinkers
0: Yeah. Right. we'll be yeah. the taste testers we're, yeah. we're down with that <laughs> check, check it out it's on the website you'll see hashtag Boozecast it's there we not buzzed at all by the end what were we talking about besides chicken I guess where
3: I'll kind of close that out is like a lot of people, kind of uh, check the box that they're doing social, um, yeah. and really, when you get into it, it's a lot more complex than that. Right. And
0: yeah, Pinterest, Pinterest serves true, a though, purpose. That, that says a lot there. Talk talk about that. I yeah, mean, and it's actually a, a lot of how we kind of is like,
3: uh, evolved our business. Right. I mean, it, it was very it it launched really as a. Technology slash media execution solution, mm-hmm. but what we found is there is still a lot of uh, education and knowledge sharing necessary in mm-hmm. the space. People didn't understand how to buy on Facebook, what it was good, uh, you know, when when it was best to be used. Mm-hmm. Uh, same for Twitter, Pinterest, etc. Mm-hmm. So along the way, we just found out that we were just. Basically, educating the market in terms of how to use these different platforms, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's a tremendous amount of value in terms of the technology we bring to the table um, and the resources we're able to get through these kind of more formalized programs like the marketing partner programs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's so many other services that are necessary. Um, you know, as it stands today, uh, we do everything from consulting to strategy to planning.
0: Uh, we now creative. we now have a creative, creative. And content okay. shop. Um, right, because uh, I mean. Even if they decide okay that's a great idea we're gonna do it your way we yeah. this, we're gonna do more than just cat memes Yes. and, and we're gonna do more than cat yes. memes twice a week yes we're gonna we're gonna actually come up with a proper strategy but yeah. then they the, the 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 brand they have no idea how to create that kind of content yes so they've got to come so you've got to basically meet that need as well mm-hmm. in order to be able to give them something to use on yep. there and yep. you're got you've got the insights yep, into
3: yep. It. So you and can, and the other exciting part Uh, exciting uh, thing about this space at least as has is where it is in maturity at this stage particularly at facebook and instagram is you can generally solve true business objectives it's not just good for cat memes or 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 awareness or likes Mm -hmm. or whatever it is or content consumption you can literally get someone to buy a product Mm-hmm. Um, and in and in a lot of ways, more effectively than other digital channels. Digi- excuse me, digital channels. Mm-hmm. I mean, it even uh, outperforms search in certain cases. Sure, so, yeah. um, the you know, I think, and people are still wrapping their
2: brain around uh that value for social yeah Yeah. and for and for clients too i mean it's it's so hard for them to kind of keep up because i think they've had a trial and error phase in social where they're sort of like hey we tried this it didn't work and as the social platforms evolved right but then also like two years ago i mean i think like facebook had 27 different products and then they decommissioned about 13 of them right and there was only a few more and then they they added eight more too and all for the better But, you know, a client said to me, they're like, hey, guys, this stuff moves so fast that if it's news to us, then we have to actually build technology Mm -hmm. on top of these products. He's like, if it's news to you guys, it's Mm -hmm. 100% news to us. (laughs) So you guys stand a really good chance to kind of come out and be thought leaders in the marketplace Mm -hmm. to kind of educate these things out. And it's true. Like, the majority of his education, let alone, like, to Nate's point, you know, hey, there's another platform called Pinterest, but you can't really look at it the same way as Facebook, because you're right.
1: doing yourself a disservice, and Pinterest a disservice, mm-hmm. and kind of try to compare
2: apples mm-hmm. to apples. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a good position to be in, and I'm curious. You know, you mentioned Nate the, that walled garden, right? Yeah. So, I'm picking on I'm picking on Facebook a little bit. Yeah, but there's been a lot of news lately about their videos and how they're how they're tracking. It. The the nature of walled gardens is just that, right? You, it's almost like a prison. You can't get in unless you're. Mm-hmm. Told to go in there, right? I guess maybe that's a terrible analogy, but anyways, (laughs) my point is like it's a walled garden, meaning that you you they don't properly report like through a double click or something like that. So they've been telling their customers that you know in some cases over reporting how much time people are spending with videos Mm -hmm. on Facebook, and that's a lot of money if you think of let's say it's average of fifty percent, right? That's a lot of money mm-hmm. right so how are you guys are, is that helping you guys in in your kind of practice if you will and and how you guys are advising people I mean certainly you can't ignore Facebook and nor should you as a marketer because there's a lot of people there that is for sure yeah but in terms of their business practices and not being completely transparent with some of their metrics if you will how are you how is that affecting your business um, and how do you guys advise people where there are those kind of walled garden scenarios
3: yeah. So first off, I won't get in too deep, in, but in that particular uh, instance you're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: putting
0: you on the spot. First <laughs> of all, no. In, in, in terms
3: of the uh, the the video commentary, because um, I actually think there's a misunderstanding of of um, uh, of how that was looked from a data perspective. Um, that said, you know that is a constant challenge of us. I mean, we're uh, in a lot of ways reliant on the platforms and. And uh, what is accessible to us through uh, API feeds, through or... API feeds, but also through just like a resource personnel standpoint. Um, but I, I, I also, um, uh, you know, there's a line to toe here. But <laughs> um, uh, you know, we should in just a cross lot of, that line. I know. Right. In, a lot yeah. Of, yeah. You know in a lot of ways, people see us as this unbiased. Um, A resource that has the connective tissue to all these platforms, Mm -hmm. but is going to give them the real answer.
2: Yeah, and I think it goes like I think a good example is less about the transparency of of the video views. Um, But Facebook came out a year ago or something, I don't remember how long, but they kind of said, okay, we're going to count three seconds as a completed view. And to most advertisers, they're like, what do you mean? Like, our our ad is 30 seconds long, so 30 seconds is a completed view, not three. So I think, you know, that's where Nate was talking about this before, you know, the, the education part of this comes from. It's sort
0: of like... Cram it okay. all in the first three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: say it all. And it know, just credits for the 20
3: seconds. I mean, it's very consistent with a lot of other uh, measurement capabilities like Nielsen, et cetera. But the other thing, too, is you also have to think about how people are consuming content these days. It You know, uh, it's you know you're going through your phone and it's, 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 it's and people consume and and recognize a brand within a second exactly like mm-hmm. three so seconds is uh,
2: actually it's up to us to kind of educate and hey like hey three seconds isn't totally crazy to actually think about it when you're going through like that you're scrolling mm-hmm. through your through and seeing this thing and advertising yeah. you just got to know how to kind of put to your right. point like how three, do you get three, seconds three seconds means
0: it's not ignored as yeah. opposed to something with blinders on exactly if you got three seconds that's a lot maybe it's not a complete uh you know listening to the, or watching the whole video but three seconds is actually kind of long in a feed yeah. if, it, right. if you think yeah. about it yeah. right
2: and it's different the way you would, it's different it's an acknowledgement at least it's a yeah. grunt and it's different on your on your news feed than it would be on like a pre-roll <laughs> that's <laughs> another meme oh meme. yeah you, you, some right, pre-roll means. you're
0: forced to do it yeah three seconds on facebook yeah. you actually intended to do that or maybe you set
1: your phone yeah. it's actually and, probably even better targeted too so it's probably more relevant right yeah so, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, we have to let these guys in on our secret about the grunt. Or okay. the grunt. You so can, the grunt. In social with media. With an we, we had a, in a previous episode, you know, people are, when they're liking things and whatever they're doing, whether they're double tapping, it's just, all that is a grunt. Like, <laughs> like I like, and they just make it very easy for you to like or mm. put a smiley face. But it's, yes. it's just the grunt. Yes. Right. With an umlaut.
0: Yeah. Ah. It's a G R N T. The <laughs> U is silent. Actually, it's <laughs> missing. But, but um, the um, is a, a,
1: umla is not missing. The umla is there. Oh. Is it umla or umlaut?
2: How nice. do you that's say? Good. How do you say it again? Grunt.
1: Grunt. Grunt. German? Because it's a like trill. Like, they are. am going go German on German it. It's, it's kind of a
0: German-Spanish German, kind of European-Norwegian-Eurasian. It's a Eurasian accent. It's <laughs> 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 so Russian. Yeah, it could oh. possibly. really. let's That's boiling. We're making
3: people very smart. Whoever's listening to this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how do you keep up with all the API changes and stuff? You know, if you're,
2: uh, <laughs> well, we don't have a choice, <laughs>
0: right? No, I mean, they're, I mean, they're literally like, physically. How do you figure? How do you keep up with? No, it? No, that that do is. Do you get a, like special documentation? Because yeah. I've often wondered. Yes, do you get like better <laughs> documentation that is on? Well, I'll leave. Uh,
3: I would leave that to our engineers, but uh, there, there absolutely is documentation, and uh, it is absolutely a challenge. But I will say this: How up to date uh, is it? Because if you get up
0: to date, <laughs> I'd like some.
3: Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I think um, uh, the one thing I'll say though is like I think there's still a lot of companies that that we're up against in our competitive set that are still trying to be good at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't do that.
0: What's uh, what, what's everything? I so mean, you know, they they have a
3: solution for every industry vertical out there. You know, their upper mid funnel, their lower funnel. Mm-hmm. You know, they can do CPA performance initiatives, but they're also the best reach-based best awareness branding. player. Right, right. I mean, it's it's they're they're, they're full of it. They're full of it. Okay, so
0: right, I mean, because there's I, literally just. No way to keep up with all that. Yes. Because exactly. Facebook doesn't even keep up with it with their API documentation. They're like, <laughs> did you like, have a bad experience with documentation? No, I mean, every, every day. Every day. I, do. I he's, mean, it's he's, like, he's seen can, it shrink. It's, it's like, is, yeah. if you can't, like you know, ping into the API and see what comes back and figure out and write your own documentation, you're going to be like three cycles too late on Facebook. Yeah. Anyways, so I mean, if Facebook can't keep up with writing their own documentation, then nobody can keep up with knowing everything about sure. all these platforms. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: and that's where, that's where we have to uh, kind of over communicate to the partners of who we are that plays in the space. So if, like, if we have competitors, they come out with uh, programs that say, hey, you know, let's do like, here's a new pr- uh, product for app installs. I'm like, let's get on this and tell us like when your guys mm-hmm. are going to get done with this. And app installs isn't really our, our bread and butter. It's not what we really focus on, only because like app installs is kind of like a volatile pipeline. You know, okay. Someone has a goal to like get down a, hundred, a million downloads of an app, and once that's gone, how do you make up that money in your pipeline? So it's like, it's not ever, ever something we really focus on. It's more incentivized, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We're more more focused on retail, CPG, and and that's where the data and analytics kind of help us with. So we have to over communicate to Twitter and Facebook and kind of say, "Hey guys, we're not building that, and here's why we're not really focused on app installs. We'd rather be focused on these products that speak more towards uh, the, the the CPGs yeah. and the retailers of the world, where you guys are more experts yeah. in. Yeah, like why try and quite, to and quite Correct.
3: frankly, that's what they want us to do. You know, mm-hmm. they want to be able to kind of say, "Use Kinetic because they are fantastic at driving sales through e commerce. You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's basically too, because how else would you keep up?
0: yeah exactly. exactly how else would you be good at it yeah. right right yeah. you got it It's kind got to of your it. barometer right there if you're all things to all people and social <clears throat> you mean nothing yes right but you got to make some you bets. got a deep dive on something somewhere yep. correct exactly so what what's the what's the target market then what's the where's the deep dive
3: where well we've had a lot of success in from like an industry vertical standpoint is retail and i'll put slash e-commerce uh, mm-hmm. and cpg and okay. then there's and there's always a couple other industries that are um, the
0: consumer things. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, that, that kind of bubble up there. So, whether that be travel or entertainment, um, you know, these are other categories that we're, we're pretty strong in, yeah. too. But I think, uh, in terms of we're going to see a lot of investment from mm-hmm. a technology and service standpoint and measurement standpoint, it's going to be with those two categories retail okay. slash e commerce and uh, CBG Yeah.
2: And, and And that speaks well on the spectrum side, too. And I think also. And they brought up travel and i'd also put auto in there you know that's 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 where the spectrum side was because it is the content um that people are consuming Mm -hmm. um so people are the intent when you're starting to talk about intent that's where the spectrum side comes in that we do really well on that side as well So consumer
0: things that people are actually going to research right so maybe not a bic lighter but yeah correct yeah Hopefully, Bic isn't you know. Mad well, now no, I'm going to no. go back to the Spectrum platform. <laughs> you got to change it. Bic's API. We're right. Reading about Bic Lighters. <laughs> it's, out, it's out of date. It's like future
1: shock. It is. <laughs> so you guys are obviously here in from out of town. You're here in Detroit. So on that note, you mentioned Chris about autos. Where, what is the play for you guys, or what do you see as the play for the automotive category? <laughs> and as you know, there's you know Tier One, which is national, and Tier Two, which is your dealer associations, and Tier Three, the indi- individual dealers. Where do you guys see a good fit mm-hmm. with? With kinetic here with the automotive category, not just here in Detroit, but LA and New York, and yeah,
2: I think we've already we're doing a good job on the spectrum side with, with auto in Detroit, um, particularly because of the intent-based um, that, that's that's so important to how spectrum reports back and gives back to those consumers and actually performs well because we're targeting those sides, um, and I think also on the kinetic side we've done a few things and in, in not necessarily in Detroit but in in LA and in other places with Auto, um, and and that's more focused on some of the products that kind of speak to that.
3: Yeah, and Auto is one of those categories where it's handled uh, very similar to retail in a lot of ways, Um, especially when you get into the tier two and tier three type of execution. So a lot of our solutions translate well, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think uh, because of the success that the Spectrum platform has had with Auto, There's certainly an
2: opportunity to kind of share those learnings and and, and really bring it full circle. Yeah, and I think also auto, I mean, they have, like you said, you have tier one, you have tier two, you have tier three, you also have. uh, car launches, et cetera, there's so many different things that uh, take those into account. Yeah. And I think where the retail and the CPG comes from, you know, our clients have like multiple different products doing multiple different initiatives, whether it's like drive to store versus sales, versus store openings, et cetera, that we're able to kind of keep track of and we kind of built ourselves a good reputation of understanding the full marketing objective of these clients and being able to kind of deliver the right products to the right, to the right objective. Right. And, that, and that speaks well to what the auto is trying to do.
1: Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, so tell us about. Um, so, how did you tell us? Take us in the Wayback Machine. So, in, in the green room session, which was a very lengthy green room session, you guys talked about that you guys have known each other for quite some time. Yes. So, how did you guys meet? We we're always interested in. That, that sounded very <laughs> what? weird. <Did laughs> <not> even, <laughs> what?
2: Are you talking check
1: about? Check to this very long and arduous green room session. So, you mentioned uh, in that arduous journey of five minutes tell <laughs> us um tell us how you guys met you guys have known each other for a long time how did you guys come together and how are you guys weaving this all together to uh, to where we are today are tell us- over,
3: 10 years over 10 years yeah, at le- this point yeah
2: 10 yeah. 11 years yeah i think uh we uh, were working at uh, a uh, a network a traffic marketplace and mm-hmm. uh i was a sales guy on the east coast he was the account manager um and i think you know we've been working we've been working together pretty much ever since i think at that time Traffic marketplace. I mean, it was it was a display network, so similar to Undertone, etc. I like thought you guys were probably. Ad. Com them. and all the mm-hmm. all four hundred exactly. of them that existed in that. Space. Yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. Throwing ads on different. On different but they sites. were all different. They
1: all they were all different from each other,
2: weren't they? they were re- everybody had proprietary technology, <laughs> and nobody right. put the majority of their advertising on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some inside. Some inside. That's inside. the
0: first time in a long time we've had a MySpace reference <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. ever. And it exactly. was actually
0: probably the only time it was actually
2: valuable, Well, now you know too. how they, they stuck around for as long as yeah. it is. They networks are thrown in inventory. And they got in. bought
1: by an ad network. Yeah. They yes, got bought by
2: specific of, media, which they, is now Viant. Yes, yeah. exactly. And now Time. Look at the big brain on Brad. Yeah. So I think <laughs> at the time, as like, um, we were started to do a little bit of social at Traffic Marketplace. And yeah. Traffic Marketplace got acquired by another company. Um, and now it's an affiliate company. And you had like a traffic marketplace doing very small percentage of social. This affiliate company that was doing three times as much as much revenue as traffic marketplace. So when we started saying, "Hey, we should do more social," it's that little bit and kind of get that much attention. So if a bunch of us kind of spun off kinetic. To to your point,
3: I mean the ad network space got very crowded very quickly. So I mean you had to diversify. You had to innovate. So for us um you know beyond what we were doing from a, a data standpoint it was like extending to mobile and it was doing social now social then was very different i think a lot of those executions of were done Oop. it was a lot of likes Paid likes and
1: whatnot. Um, yeah, and, and a lot Roofs. of, like, uh, <laughs> you know,
3: social gaming experiences, you know, in, incentivized kind of, you know, video views through games like FarmVille. That even exists anymore? Tapjoy Joy and all those guys. Yeah, exactly. They were bought by MySpace. <laughs> barn, barn books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, we saw the opportunity with social. I think the thing that was attractive to us is um, really uh, – the ability, the richness of the audience data. Uh, you know, it's yeah. not just some kind of modeling type of uh, methodology. There, you know, you're act, it's real people, and and you know more about them um, uh, beyond just um, you know some uh, cookie data piece. You know, so um, that kind of a, a, a attracted us to the space. In addition to the opportunity, we knew, we knew it was going to. Uh, you know the adoption of social and the usage of social was going to be on the rise pretty quickly um and uh obviously the space has matured a lot in since that time so yeah
2: um, awesome. it's, it's fun watching it grow uh, yeah. and, and be what it is now so so i how, think how much is it a, all right <laughs>
0: picking that
2: yeah <laughs> that's good well, i think we were like, we were like hey you know uh Worst case scenario, we're kind of getting an up close personal view, and what it's like to start your own company, but not intentionally on your own dime. And uh, best case scenario, but it works, and here we are, almost five years later. So, yeah. kind of worked out well. Yeah.
0: How much of uh, social should be considered more of a as a outbound platform versus uh, a research experiment? Hmm um i just made that up yeah I mean, that's, I wasn't a, even that's a that's, just, a, that's I, a really good sure i'm not even sure that made sense it but i mean i think like, ideally you want to use it for both because that, right? that will feed your outbound outbound right. strategy um and do people you know is that part of what you're educating people is to say hey you can't just throw these cat memes out there yeah you know there's a treasure trove of data here that you could find a nice targeted
2: eggs ex- well, you know i mm-hmm. targeted well, what does, does we have targeted? on the deck i want these shoes i like these shoes yeah I'm going to buy these shoes or something yeah I mean it's just like educating people on where that intent based is yeah so I mean people who like cat memes (laughs) are wanting to buy the shoes that's how you (laughs) figure out cat memes and babies I think it's all social (laughs) it's just like as long as you put a baby or a cat on your ad you're golden (laughs) that's it it's a secret (laughs) Shameless. So uh, what's That's what not other... true, by the way.
0: <laughs> does it like does like the election mess up all the data right now? <laughs> oh God! Is that making it like well is certainly it really uh, like certainly harder? Uh, to resulting deal with? in a lot of Because I only and have one friends. friend. Left. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I, I disagree, Mike, and here's why: because if you look at Donald Trump, <clears throat> the top of his head is a cat. <laughs> right. It's an orange tabby cat on right, his head. Go. Right. So right. I I'll let you. Decide. But
2: there's only two profiles left on Facebook now. Yeah. Pick There's one. a lot of cutter to uh, to, to cut through. Yes. Uh, can you say that? Cutter to cut through. Cutter me? to
0: cut through. Are you challenging me to <laughs> say yeah. that right yeah. now? Cutter uh, to cut through. <laughs> That's on the bottom of the screen no, right no, now. Can cutter to cut through. <laughs> right next to the groom. So it's <laughs> no. also
1: interesting. You mentioned earlier that you guys are expanding some of your services into kind of the creative world, right? You're, and it, I, one of the fascinating things I think of in the ad agency world, is that ad agencies now are pitching themselves as publishers, publishers or agencies, and clients, traditional clients like a General Motors or a Ford or Chrysler, they have their own content studios.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you guys are expanding your services. It seems to me that that v- verticality, if you will, is, is disappearing, right? So agencies had a role, right? Mm-hmm. They created, they bought and sold, they bought media. Now they're se- they're buying and selling media, which is a double dip, which we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. But we'll, let's leave the double dip out of it. But all of a sudden, agencies are, they have content studios Clients are, have content studios, so publishers or agencies, agencies or publishers. How does it, is, that affecting, is that affecting your business and how you guys go after business? And what was driving some of that you know, as you expand some of your services? Because it just seems like everybody's a publisher.
0: Can't we all just be vice media? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, is that what you meant? Yes. <laughs> okay. 2.0. Okay. Um,
3: yeah, that's, I mean, we, we created that division because of demand. Um, and I will tell out, you know, the, the, um, uh, the realistic kind of uh, layer to that, if you will, is a lot of the work that we do from a creative and content standpoint is more of like uh, guiding them how to best deliver that message or that content on the respective platforms. So, you know, your display ad is not gonna work on on Facebook. You know, uh, a certain copy is better to be used on a different platform. Um, This image is, (laughs) you know, uh, it, 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 You know, for a platform like Pinterest or Instagram that's more kind of uh, visually centric and, uh, you know, you have an opportunity to kind of flex those muscles more. Um, So uh, it's more of kind of guiding people. And Mm -hmm. we have we definitely have the resources and capabilities to do everything from production and ideation, you know, you know, from A to Z. But I would say more often than not, it's us kind of helping. Uh, either uh, traditional media folks trying to use those assets and kind of plugging them into social, mm-hmm. um, or other digital channels and trying to plug them into social. And it's really us kind of helping them how to to
1: best shape that. But you know? you're also reducing friction at the same time, right? So that's, yes. that's part of it, right? It's like, well, you can't take this Twitter-based 140 characters and ram it onto Pinterest. It's not going to work. Right. And then like, oh, geez, I got to go back to the agent, or whatever they have to do. Right, yeah, so, right. Well, we have an in house. So you guys can basically come to the rescue and say, Correct. we have an in house team that can do this and we can turn it around really quick. And, you know, we'll, it'll be a nominal charge. It'll be less than your traditional and agency That does. happens all the time.
3: I mean, we, you know, some particular brands aren't using the right ad products or aren't. Uh, or, or the creative just is not uh, aligned with the strategy of the campaign. And, you know, we'll put in those requests. Um, but then if we're working with an agency and they're like, oh, well, then we got to do a whole scope of work and we got to reach out to the 15 creative agencies we have. And um, so now we can step in and, and, and be that solution to kind of uh, get around those types yeah. of challenges. And
2: it's just like, it's it's not just with directs too. I mean, it's also with agencies. I think because of the complexity of social we we got to see closer to the table. Mm -hmm. And I think because we're talking to the clients direct along with the agency, I think both parties kind of realize the value of somebody who can kind of say, hey, we can make these creatives on the phone. How
0: often does it it change now? I mean, what's the cycle of how fast you're going through what's relevant today? And I mean...
2: As uh, far as creative
0: goes? Yeah, like how often do you have to change your cat memes? It just seems (laughs) like...
3: Uh, It it, it really depends on what your objective is. Mm -hmm. Um, But generally speaking, I mean... You need a a good number of creative refreshes. Yeah. Um, uh, And uh, so it's definitely something that has to be constantly monitored and evaluated. Yeah. Um, uh, That's definitely a big component to... Maintaining the creative performance. And I think yeah. it,
2: it also comes down to, like, you know, if, it's, if there's a very DR-focused end, then you're going to probably throw on a lot more creatives that kind of get to the one that's DR? A direct response. Oh, so okay. Someone actually wants you to commit a specific action as opposed to, like, maybe an engagement or video view or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you have probably some more creatives so you can optimize faster towards which ones are converting. But I think also that the guys like Facebook and stuff and the other partners, they're doing a pretty good job with kind of helping with those creative strategies by doing sequential messaging, et cetera. So if you engage with one ad, maybe throw in another one. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they're, they're kind of helping and tell that story, too. So then you got to get feedback
0: and turn around and change it all the time. I mean, is there just a constant change? Is it like the 24-hour news cycle or
2: close to it? Or? Yeah, you know, you still have those guys, I, I don't want to call them always on, but you still have some creatives that work throughout this. I mean, there's a yeah. few the others that maybe you want to throw on. Yeah, that you tweak. or. We, what did we do? So we had like one campaign that we were, they gave us a broad target of moms, um, moms on a budget. And we're able to kind of take a look Letting at it. narrows it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't. So it's like you kind of throw it out. And, and we're kind of brought to their attention, like, hey, we can break this down by audiences. And also all the different kinds of moms that were engaging with it, whether it was soccer moms or hip moms or whatever. And it turns out that a couple of them were really kind of indexing high or really engaging with the most. And you kind of tweak the creatives to focus on them, and you get an overall better engagement rate. So it's like those kind of conversations that are so some mm-hmm. of the stuff that really kind of drive our strategy, our media execution, and our creative capabilities. So and that, I think does that
0: adds to and boosted content, or what's the difference? Yeah, was actually,
3: I was just going to say that, and that's... I could read your mind. Um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I mean, weird. I think the answer is different based on, like, your paid media okay. social strategy right. versus your organic uh, okay. social strategy. I think um, content can be more of a challenge on the organic side, especially because um, some of these platforms, I'll, I'll say Facebook, I mean... Uh, organic is 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 basically minimal it's minimal at best on that platform it's a pay to play environment um i think the l- latest stats are um mm-hmm. if you um you know follow a brand or or like a brand uh and you're putting out your posts et cetera you only reach one to two percent of all those people so mm-hmm. you need to um, but does
0: that count if you boost the content? I mean, is that what you're saying? That you're well, if you're boosting it, boosting, boosting from your organic, and
3: you're putting dollars behind it, that yeah. turns into the paid strategy. So that's how okay. you that's how you work yeah. the system. That's how you um, get more reach. That's how you get more engagement and all that kind of stuff. But I think the content strategy is a little different if it's uh, um, organic focus versus paid. In mm-hmm. um, some platforms like Pinterest, I mean, there's a lot of organic value there. Um, so again, there's just. The but is
0: that the same story? You've got. It, you've got to boost your organic with Pinterest, or um, I think
3: uh, Pinterest is uh, interesting. Kind of uh,
0: that's what everybody always says. How do, <laughs> and do, how do we do this Pinterest thing? Well, Pinterest. I find it Pinteresting. <laughs> oh,
1: <God. laughs> that's that's, that's prob- I mean, probably the first time anyone's used that
3: one. <laughs> I'm sure that's first.
1: I my humor is very original. <laughs> that's my children no
3: <laughs> um uh like i was saying before though you know people are going to pinterest not to connect with people they're there mm-hmm. to discover something so right. content plays even more of a role there I think. that's candy. so that goes back um, to what
0: you were saying about it's more of a search platform yeah. so you got to be the right answer yep. like you do on google you as have to, to you have to
3: capture them in that moment of mm-hmm. intent when, when they first started completely advertising different. that's yes. maybe why
0: people maybe, maybe that's it you know everybody thinks of Pinterest of how do I modify my Facebook strategy to be on Pinterest but in reality it's completely in reality it's
2: like you should mirror your your Pinterest strategy to what you do in the magazines you know it's like if you see a magazine cover that says like five new ways to I don't know you brush get, your teeth, brush your teeth, do your hair, <laughs> drink or, bourbon. Yeah, so there's 11 new suits for fall, something <laughs> that's like that. 36. Like, Stras- they have like the numbers, they have big, bold letters, yes. they have like things that kind of draw you in. And then, then in Pinterest the digital world, that's called clickbait, it, it's <laughs> called clickbait. But if on, on, yeah. on Pinterest, Listicles. it's like stuff that you're actually seeing. It's like, so mm-hmm. if I go online, if I go on Pinterest, start looking at living room spaces, and it starts popping up different things saying 10 different ways to take a small space, a small living room, and make it like I don't know. Chic, modern, whatever. I mean, those things kind of draw more than Mm -hmm. others. The most popular pinned... Paid ad when they first started doing paid advertising wasn't from like what you would normally think of that would be running on Pinterest. It came from Bank of America. And Bank mm-hmm. of America was basically did like um, a series of uh, travel tips on a budget. And people were actually reading into these, clicking on them, pinning them to sort of beautiful sunsets, talking about how you can kind of frugally go to all these cool different places. Bank of America sponsored that. And it was the number one repins, uh, repin, uh, yeah. repin down there. And that's mm-hmm.
3: a perfect example of a brand that um, approached the platform strategically. They knew what the value of Pinterest was, and they wanted to capture consumers in that moment mm-hmm.
2: um and uh they were successful and, in and and that and so. yeah and that fills and then you go to <clears> facebook <throat> and we work uh, you know you go to facebook and their strategy is probably like okay we got all the way down the funnel now we want to get people to sign up for bank of america credit mm-hmm. cards or savings accounts et cetera, and stuff like that so they did that their job properly on pinterest and now they can kind of feed the beast and continue going down the
1: funnel on facebook mm-hmm. so it will be like in automotive speak it'd be the 10 best drives in america Right. Sure. And it could be sponsored by a tire company, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of a thing where it's where a person's in that moment. It's like I want to I wanna find the ten best drives yeah. in the US and you Ford Mustang convertible or something, right? That would be a, a good use case there. Right right with our partners like
2: Pinterest there's um there's good obviously good uh, ways to capitalize on lifestyles like people are actually in, interested in certain things they're they're interested in, they're in it's an intent based platform so they're they're captured in that same kind of lifestyle and i think we also have that stuff with with uh, spectrum as well you know cuz we're talking about the consideration of people in market to buy auto etc but we're but i think also where spectrum is really good at is is the lifestyles and and what those people are all about and how can we get brands to be associated with a uh, with a certain mood so um, we had one client that was interested in on pinterest running all through the summer concerts they're like hey i don't really care if someone buys our shoes we just want to be associated with the content around the lifestyle of people that are going to coachella and all these other brands all these other bands uh, over you Did can they tell really it, say that? You can tell I'm old because I can only remember Coachella. They, they, they say like we don't care if
3: you're not going to
2: buy our product. Well, they didn't say it so <laughs> much it's as brand that, building. They said it's branding first,
1: and then it's, it's, it's that, that would be nice if people <laughs> buy the shoes. But that's an opportunity for you guys down the road. It's like you can create that branding here, and then it's like, hey, now it's time to move people further down the funnel, and we can yes. watch their Correct. convert that awareness into – into that intent yeah and
2: going back to the whole we didn't want to be just a pilot fish against these big whales you know that's that's where spectrum kind of comes into play where we can kind of say all right we can do these lifestyle uh, attachments when in pinterest and into a certain degree on on the other platforms and then we can also do it on spectrum because people are actually reading about that content consuming that content in that kind of lifestyle so it's kind of target there so we do have top of the funnel stuff going down with the partners as well as spectrum all the way down to the bottom on on, on the dr direct
1: response side Cool. So even though you aren't even it seems like that you're focused on certain aspects, it's like you guys have kind of a full suite of ways that you can interact and and help marketers achieve their objectives. Correct. Yeah. Is it
0: possible to even tie that across too? So you start from at a different part of the funnel on a different platform and then track it across
2: yeah, I think you know. The, going back to the Bank of America example, I think they did a really good job, kind of understanding who is on, what, what kind of mindset you're on in, on uh, on Pinterest, mm-hmm. and and how to kind of get engagement on there. And it's much different than maybe uh, Facebook, where where now it's just focused on like, hey, let's try to see if we can get you to be a customer and mm-hmm. kind of drive them down towards that funnel. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a really smart way to kind of see the funnel uh, and, and and kind of understand where all the platforms play.
3: Are Are you referring more from like a measurement standpoint?
0: Or, you know, just even even targeting it with, you know, like you're, you're picking them up on Pinterest. Oh, yeah. And then eventually, you know, somewhere along the way, there's a way to start turning that, intera- you know, they start interacting with the Pinterest content. Mm-hmm. That puts them into sort of a, another funnel. And then you start picking them up on Facebook with a different kind of message and try to walk them through this yes. journey. Yes, is that exactly. Po- that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's magic, that's, too.
3: That's, that's, the, that's the concept. That's is, the fun part. It's to yeah. kind of leverage both assets to... Um, follow these uh, potential consumers uh, throughout that funnel, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the reason I was asked about the measurement piece is there are ways to actually measure that. So you mm-hmm. can, um, you know, uh, uh, for example, we we leverage Atlas, which is a uh, and serving platform, exactly, right? um, and to help. They're particularly strong when it comes to looking at uh, social. Well, I'll use Facebook again. That's also a, a uh, a Facebook company now, um, uh, to tr- attract them on Facebook, but also across the open web, um, and it's because of how they're mapping that data back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not done through a cookie, um, and obviously, like, I
0: think that was what my question yes, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: and so, and on so- and on social, I mean, most people are engaging through their phone, right? Um, and a lot of. Um, uh, third-party ad serving technology or other kind of measurement tools still actually have a lot of holes in terms of of tracking once they leave across device so um, uh, Atlas is one example of uh, of uh, a system that can do that uh, and can do that one-to-one tracking across so we we can tell that story and there's a lot of different ways um, uh, to leverage that data you know in terms of adjusting frequency and uh, deduping your efforts in terms mm-hmm. of where you're reaching people. Um, uh, just more like attribution modeling and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of use cases for it. Right. Um, but <laughs> quite frankly, the, well, big, the, big challenge, the big challenge is, is actually uh, having a mechanism that you can actually track that same user across both devices right. and experiences. So
0: mm-hmm. it's getting better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mobile native to open web on a desktop from Pinterest onto Facebook. Good from business. a movie be theater cool. ad. For, yes, <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
1: Right. So before we let you guys go, so tell us what's next for you guys. What do you, what are you guys thinking about down the road, a year or two? I don't want to say ten years down the road, but what are you guys thinking about next? What can we expect to see from you guys in in the coming months and years? I think I think
2: we'd like the direction of where our uh, strategy, our planning, and our creative side is going. And I think we'd probably really kind of want to round that out to be all things to to direct advertisers. Um, we've got a lot of traction with, with a few clients right now, um, so I think we're, that's kind of the direction we want to go. Yeah. I think also. You know, the, the, the story is challenging to try to get clients to understand that you play in, or at least a few years ago it was, when we first started Connecticut, it was sort of, you know, <laughs> hey, we did do display back then, but we also did social, and people were confused, like, wait, are you a DSP? Are you an API partner for the, for social? Where do you fit? And uh, and that was five years ago, and I think now that we have Spectrum and we can kind I get of, that all the time. You guys, where do you <laughs> fit? <laughs> no, that's DSP to the API. <laughs> and I to say, the PMPs. You know, yeah, we well, so can't, can't
0: get past the documentation, whatever it so. it's, it's
2: such a relatable <laughs> right. problem.
0: It's the damn Facebook documentation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. So I think, I think. I think now that the the market's matured i think we can have a better story and with spectrum kind of talking a little bit more in the day getting into the data complementary to what we do on the social side we can kind of say hey we can do media execution not just on social we're not just a social company we're all things
3: and there's more true connectivity between the two whereas before they were kind of operated in silos so exactly. Um, exactly. that's that n- n- there, now there is that opportunity to have that that connectivity and tell that story and, and deliver that message across both, uh, both channels. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I won't repeat what Chris says, but, uh, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. um, definitely, definitely a a lot, (laughs) a lot more, I think, uh, investment, particularly in our strategic services. So, uh, that's kind of all encompassing of strategy and planning, uh, measurement, um, analytics, attribution, um, attribution—all the things that, quite frankly, people s- still have not figured out in in uh, in social specifically. Um,
1: and uh, you know, we're g- we're going to seize on that opportunity. Well, that's cool. It sounds like you guys are headed in the right place. <laughs> thank you, and thank so, you guys so. for being on the show. It's yeah, been, thanks, been for thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks for having buddy. us, yeah. Chris. Thank all you. Right. Yeah. go thanks. wings. Thank you. <laughs> thanks,
3: oh, man. Let's do this. <laughs> Try not the trip. <laughs>